Welcome What's everybody up, back. Yeah. Keep yeah, the C Note podcast. Welcome, welcome. Thank y'all for coming back. Check this out. Lighten us up on yeah. IG and everything. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you're ready to keep it a C note on some other stuff. Some casting that got at you. I know about last week. I know somebody that got at you, and they're gonna get yeah. at you about that Dallas thing, but you know, I got your back, fam. Yeah. I got your back. Yeah, yeah, it ain't about nothing. You know, the truth hurts, but you got to keep it a C-note. Every time. You know what I mean? Every time. Anyway, bro. first topic, first topic. So we got a new album coming out called, uh, it may have dropped already, Mount Westmore, mm-hmm. Ice Cube, Snoop Dogg, Ooh. E-40, okay. and Too Short. Oh. That's the four. Heavy hitters. So, yeah, definitely heavy hitters. So the question I pose to you is, if you had to do a Mount Rushmore with all West Coast artists, who would be on your Mount Rushmore? Would this be the list? Would you change anybody? That's rough, man. I mean, speaking for me, I'd try, probably drop two of the cats. You know what I'm saying? Even though E-40 is a West Coast legend, like they love E-40 over there. Yeah. He's like a god over there. Yeah. Too Short is is another West Coast, very underrated rapper, legend. Yeah. I don't think he's on the global stage like he should be. So if I'm if I'm a, I'm gonna take too short off. Right. Pac on there. Um, you gonna you gonna give you gonna give Pac the uh, 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 West Coast joint? You know I what I mean? To. I got to because I can't keep I can't I can't call him rep in the East even though technically he's from here, but he was a West Side. You know what I'm saying? He even got a song called California Love, so you know where it's hard. Ain't no doubt. And you, yeah, so I, I respect that. So, Pop, yeah, that's a legend. Right. Who else you got? If I'm going to take E-40 off, I'm probably going to go to somebody that helped birth gangsta rap, and I'm going to say Easy e Ain't no doubt. I'm going to have to put Easy on there because Easy helped set a trend for a bunch of artists coming forward that, like, like Bone Thugs and Harmony, NWA, you know what I'm saying? Like he yeah. set a trend for that gangster rap lane, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So if I was gonna take anybody off, it would be E40 and Too Short and put Easy and Pac on there. What you would you uh, think? Uh, I respect it. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. Even though Pac was repping the West, I'm not going throwing more in there. You know what I mean? First of all, there's no Mount Rushmore. In the West Coast without Easy E on it, he's exactly. the godfather against the rap out there, man. So exactly. Easy E from the Gun Bus, he gotta go on there. Then, you know, he, um, first person I'm gonna take off is you know what I mean, Too Short. Okay. You know what I mean? I love the whole pimping wave and all that, but Easy E gotta get a spot on there, so I gotta take Short off. Next, and this one is hard. You know, what I mean, this one is hard because it came down inside of the Bay Area and LBC with Snoop taking one of them off. And originally, originally, I was going to take Snoop off. I'm not even going to hold you. I was going to take Snoop off. When I sat back and I thought about the impact that he had on the game, him coming with Dre, 
and that whole chronic to the doggy style wave, like he helped pioneer or something, you know what I mean? So I would have to take 40 and short off, but I'm putting on Easy E and Dr. Dre. So mine's would be Easy E, Dr. Dre, Cube, and Snoop. So you're sure. going NWA plus Snoop. I rolled yeah. you. Yeah. You know what's yeah. crazy? Basically. If I had to, if, thinking about Dr. Dre, with me, with him and Cube, it's like this for me. You know what I'm saying? They both had real big impacts on the game. Only reason why I would leave Cube on there is because Cube had one of the nastiest diss tracks of all time. No Vaseline, no Vaseline. one of the yeah. dirtiest things you could ever put out there. So I feel like he set a trend. You know what I'm saying? Right. He didn't start right. diss tracks. I feel like Kumo D might have started diss tracks, but no Vaseline was like the first time somebody was like, they family took offense. You know what I'm saying? Well, well, here's the thing. Um, I think Game said it best. He said Dre is the only doctor that got all of his patients rich. Ooh, facts. That's true. So Doc, Dr. Dre is like, he's from before NWA, World uh, Worldwide Wrecking Crew. And, you know, he started there. He went to NWA. He went to Death Row. He started Aftermath. He gave you Eminem. He's still giving you stars. He gave you the game. He he had 50 Cent. You know what I mean? He got Kendrick right now. You know, he still has an impact on the game. Like, it's the 90s. The Beats thing. Like, he's... he's Now, Cube branched off into the movie things, and that's a big salute. But what I'm saying is, Dre is still making stars. So, he has to go on there and rush more. Bro, you, 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 you might have you just... I'm going to keep the seat on with you. You might have just swayed me to take Cube off and put Dre on there. I didn't even think really? about the fact that he's still putting artists out that they like Kendrick Lamar and cast like that. Yeah. All right. Bang. I'm going to stamp it. Cube off. Dre on. So you you taking Cube off? I got to. I can't take Snoop off. Oh, no, no, no. You know how I feel about Snoop, bro. Snoop is like. And you ain't. You going to give pot West Coast? I got. I got to get Because. Pac, real talk, Pac might come out with another album next month. Who knows? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, dude, yeah. putting out albums since we was in grade school, and they yeah. all fire. You know what I'm saying? It's like, where do we yeah, find Yeah, but I, I think that's like a cheat code, like, because he really bumped somebody up. But I'm going to respect it, though. You can't go wrong with either one of those, Charles. Right, either right. one of those Rushmore's you can't go wrong with, but... um. New person that you would have to add to that 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 Mount Rushmore out west today. Who you got? Mm. I'm gonna go Kendrick. Um, even though we talked a couple of weeks ago and I had to revisit my Nip- Nipsey Hustle stance and relips right. and, and I'm officially a, a Nipsey Hustle fan now. Um I'm rubbing I'm off on you because Kendrick has a hold on the game. Like, not too many people have. He has the hold on the game, like, back when we was young, when you was waiting for my album to drop. And you cut school right. and you go to Tower Records to buy the album. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, if right. Kendrick drop right. an album, he's stopping everything. You know what I'm saying? I don't care right. what time to drop. Two, three, four o'clock in the morning. People listening. You know what I'm saying? So I feel right. like Kendrick's got the game on Smash right now. So I'll put him on there for the new cast. What about you? I I, I love Kendrick. Kendrick, like, my, my, my top guy out there right now. But the newer guys, 
I'm going to have to say Hurricane Game, man. Okay. Just just because the longevity, man. Like, Game can really rap. And he's been doing this since, like, 04, 03, 04. Like, and, and you heard him rap with New York dudes and holders on week. Like, you know what I mean? Kendrick Kem too. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, for Game to still be doing it, like, and it's like he's a chameleon. Like, he can get on anybody track with him and spit they flow just as good as them. Like, I think he's underrated as a rapper. You he's very I, mean? I, I, I think he's underrated as a rapper. But I, just because he has over 15 years in the game and I think he's still relevant, I will put him there. But don't get me wrong, Kendrick not too far behind him. If Kendrick, another five years, if Kendrick is still there, then, yeah, game wouldn't make that rush more. It would be Kendrick. I, I, but I, I agree. Game is very underrated. Like, people sleep on him. Like, he had an album that came out, I'm going to say, about five years ago. He dropped two within, like, a three-month period, and they was both just fire, straight yeah. fire. Like, I can listen to him straight through. And it's, it's not too many cats who drop an album where you just put it on, set it, forget it, and go. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I think it was the second one that he dropped. I forgot the name of it, but it was like I put it on and I just let it run. And I was just like, yo, this yeah. is fire. And every time a new song came on, yo, this was crazy. This was crazy. His uh, chain was flowing everything. So I think he, he gets disrespected when it comes to hip hop. And, and 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 when I listen to the game on tracks with other people, it kind of give me back um, that Biggie feel back in the day. It kind it kind of gave me the biggie feel from back in the day. Um, when you heard that notorious thugs and you first heard Biggie switch his flow and rap like them, I think like every time Game gets on a track with somebody, he not only raps but he uses their flow and and he does he does his thing. Yeah, he does. You know what I mean? And he got a lot. He got a lot of joints. Like he, his radio hits might have fell off, but when you listen to his albums, he's always got about four or five joints that you can bang in rotation. At least yeah. four or five joints. It's That's true. He's not the radio play. He's not. He's not going to get radio play. But like, yeah. if you if you're a fan of hip hop, I'll say this to anybody: if you're a fan of hip hop, check out the game's last like four albums. And it'll it'll, yeah. it'll show you that he's still in it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Shout out to the game. All right, so yeah, man. since we talk, since we talking rappers, hip hop, who you got? We gonna spin it to the East Coast. Your top okay. three, we going right to one of the boroughs. Your top three Harlem rappers. Hmm, Harlem. Mm-hmm. Ah, if we talking Harlem, then I'm gonna give you my three. Number three, Big L. Okay. And number two, number two, I'm going to say Q-Tip. Ah, okay. Number and one. Number one, number one probably going to shock everybody because the person I'm going to pick, he didn't have a lifespan like that in the game because he quit, like, when he had the game on Smash. I'm going to say Mace. Ooh, respect. I'm going to say I'm gonna say Mace. I think till this day, I don't. I think Mace. Um, I don't want to say the most talented, but I think he became the biggest star out of Harlem. 
Right. I think it will be, be because Q-Tip is talented too with the, if we going talent for talent, I would just say Q-Tip because he do the producing and all of that. But if we just talking about on the mic, I got to go with Mace because Mace, a lot of people don't give Mace credit and Mace set a lot of trends in hip hop and he might have had the game only on Smash for like a year, a year and a half, but he did a lot in that year and a half. He did what most people ain't doing their whole careers in a year and a half. And he was still on top of the game when he retired. True, true. All right, so I'm going to go. First, I'm going to give my honorable mention. You know what I'm saying? Because I got to give my man big up props to this. Cameron is my my honorable mention. I don't think he gets the props okay. that he deserves because, you know, he joined, he got dipset and all that kind of stuff. But his albums and projects by themselves was spectacular. It just don't seem like he's doing yeah. anything anymore. My number three, I'm going way back, cuz. One of the first men to ever write a diss record, Kumo D. Very <laughs> underrated. He make you bop, he do the Wild Wild West and all that, but then he'll, he'll spit some fire at you if you cross him. Like, he came at LL Cool J for years. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, I know. So but three, give though? Him, and give him three. I give him three because he's a pioneer, and I feel like he still got, like, like when you st- for me, greatness is when you do something to change the game. And I feel like right. he was the first person to make this records personal. You know what I'm saying? Where it wasn't, we were just at a party. We fit some general stuff. No, I'm going to make this track about you, your family, your, your hobbies, all that stuff. I'm going to kill your whole life. So that's why I give you right. do that. Um, number two, your man, like you said, Mace. Mace may have only had like one real official album that we banged. Right. But that album right. had like top hits every second right. track. Track said right. we still listen to today. Right. I mean, we all laughed about it, but Jealous Guy was funny. But it was a right. it was the song that was banging. Twenty four hours. Of what, and, and Jealous Guy is something that the, 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 the new guys is a, is the sound they doing now. Exactly. That, that little harmonizing, big singing John. That's that's them just a spec. Uh, the beat is sped up. Exactly. You know what I mean? He got 24 hours to live. He had mad features on there, but that song was heavy. You know what I'm saying? Like that whole album, that Harden World album is a classic and it still plays today. So that's why I say he had the game on Smash. And like you said, he left it way too early. Number one, I'm going to go with my man Q-Tip because Tribe Called Quest, you know, of course you got Fife Dog with him, but you could see his imprint, Q-Tip's imprint on that. The artists that he's producing today, people that he write for, still do, still making hits, you know, doing features and everything like that. Right. So, so this dude has been, and that last album that Tribal Quest came out with was crazy, crazy. So I'm like, these dudes been doing it for over 30 years, and he's still putting that work, and he's helping other people. So that's why I say Q-Tip is my number one dude out of Harlem, man. Well, you know, I, I love the debate. I can't really debate that one. Cause like I said, number one, number two, whether you go Q-tip mace, it is. But what I'm saying is, it's, it, it, it's a lot of stuff that mace don't get credit for that True. he was doing. Like I remember, I remember, um, remember like late 97, summer 98, when we all used to go to dances and illusions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and everybody had the baseball jackets that, and they had the matching hats. And I, mm-hmm. I remember just one time we went there 
and everybody had big fitted hats on over their eyebrows. I'm like, why the hell everybody got these big hats on? Yeah, and, 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 and you know John is a dollar mace man, so you know he told me, man, that's that's mace wave. Mm-hmm. And then I started seeing a lot of stuff. I was like, yo, because back then I think he kind of popularized the, the 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 last two bars rhyming on on a track. You know what I mean? He 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 kind of made that like. Most people was just giving you like uh like like Biggie. I've been had skills, crystal spills, you know what I mean? Like just rhyming that one word, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And then Mace came along and he kind of changed it with the flow. He kind of made it cool for pretty boys. Cause at one time, remember, mm-hmm. especially in Philly, pretty boys was considered soft. Like Mace kind of made it cool for dudes to be pretty boys and run around with the fly stuff on and smiling and everybody wanted dimples. I even remember people talking extra slow like they was trying to talk like Mace. Yes. You know what I mean? A lot of people don't realize that Mace had a big influence on the game. And I would give Cam honorable mentions too, but I think sometimes a lot of people blow things out of proportion when they try to put Cam over Mace. And Cam had a... Cam Cam did a lot in his career with Dipset and all of that, but if it wasn't for me, I especially coming from Philly, like so you know, we listened to artists like we heard all the Capones and I mean Noriegas and all that when you listened to Nas because you was a fan of Nas. Like when you first started hearing Mason, like who was the young boy Mason got with him? And then when the first song the 357 song came out. I didn't know who the hell boy was, but it, it kind of <laughs> caught on to me. But it would, it, it, you know what I mean? I wouldn't have known even if it wasn't for Mace because he would have never got no, probably wouldn't have got no spins on Clue Tape back then. You know right. what I mean? I'm just keeping it a beam. So I don't like when people do that. Like that year, if you give Mace from Only You Remix to that last 112 song where he was dissing Jay, if you give him that space, he was that guy in that time. And a lot of cats forgot, Mace came back with a, a banger that, it was like early 2000s, he came back with that banger, Welcome Back. That shut oh, the four, summer yeah, down. Right. Yeah, and everybody like, oh, four. yeah, the next album's coming, Mace is back. Literally, if Mace would have made an entire like run at coming back then, he'd have had the game on smash. Because right then the game was in flux. You know what I'm saying? We still got Hove and Nas and all of them, but nobody's really stealing but, the game. It, it, it is brilliant though when you really look at it because if you look at history, you can tell what's what. So when you look at it right now and you say, damn, Jay-Z's that guy, right? But when you look at Jay-Z career, 96, he came in. Reasonable doubt was smoking. Dev was smoking, but you had Biggie out. You had Nas out. Like, he couldn't get over the hump. Biggie died 97. He tried volume one. He tried to make another Life After Death, a bunch of commercial songs. It didn't work. Around that time, though, he says, okay, who's the top guys in the rap game? He started picking on me, throwing little like nobody really peeped that. Even the stuff with with Nas, like if you were real hip hop fans, 
he was throwing shots at Nas for the longest, but when he always did it, he always would do it on somebody else's song. Mm-hmm. So that's how initially that, that that Nas and Bleak thing, I mean, yeah, the Nas and Bleak thing started because Jay dissed Nas on Bleak song. And Nas responded on Nostradamus when he said, you want to ball till you fall, I can help you with that. He was talking to Jay, but being as though the ball till you fall song was Mint Bleak song, Mint Bleak thought he was talking to him. Right. But it was all like, you know what I mean? Even with Jada Kiss, he blocked Jada Kiss. Fiesta come out with Jada Kiss, he jump on the remix. Maya, like, so you can tell these guys, Jake knew that these guys, Nas, Mace, Kiss, these guys were threats to him, and he kind of helped push them out the way. Yeah, yeah, it's true. And it's crazy, because just mentioning features, if you look at Mason's features, like, yeah, he's got major features on people's stuff. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, the all about the Benjamin. Right, yeah. All of that, like, it's just, it's little stuff that he just was in. And it's like, yo, damn, Mace was popping. The Nickelodeon joint. Yeah. And he had a song with the Rugrats when the Rugrats was popping at the time. <laughs> you know what I mean? He, 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 and he was one of them first guys there invested early because I believe he invested in a couple things with Magic Johnson. I think he was one of the original guys that invested in them start. I'm not original, but at one point, I think he invested in Starbucks and Magic Johnson had him investing in the private jets and all. So, and like at one time, he had it all together. Like, I don't know what his contract was, but from the outside looking in, he was making major moves that could have shook the game and he just left. You know what I mean? For whatever the reasons was back in Harlem or he, you know, whatever the reasons was, he just left. But even when you take a look at the second album, the second album, to me, I think was Mace trying to be rebellious because on the second album, he tried to go back to murder me. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? But it was like some of the raps he he spit, they was nice bars, but they didn't go with the beats. The beats was too soft for the raps. That, so I guess, you know, he got tired of the... the the, the, the club music, I mean, the radio music, and wanted to go back to, I don't know how that happened, but you could tell from the first album, the formula wasn't the same for the second album. No, nah, because he kept saying, he said it on Harlem World a couple of times, I was, I was murdered, he did, he made me pretty, you know what I'm saying? So it's yeah. like, you could always see he was trying to reach back to that, yeah. uh, that that murder. Well, you know, you become you become the butt of everybody jokes. You know, yeah. when 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 you start getting money or you start getting your name known and everything, sometimes when people was um you know a little envious of you, they make jokes and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So I can see people being like, "Damn, you talking about jealous guys and all that?" But you was just murder me, so you. You you sing and harmonize and can't nobody hold me down. But you just, I can see dudes hating like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I I can see that happening. And it's so funny how sometimes Cap hated on that, and the whole game pivoted to that that platform. That's what hip hop became. Hip hop became I'm a rap and then I'm a sing on my hooks. You know what I'm saying? So, but Cap they hate on Mace for that. It's kind of wild because y'all turned around and started doing it. They made the game exclusively that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 That's a fact. So, so what's the last topic? Let's get into this one. Two legends, right? You got to pick right. one. One want to be a... Right. 
Chris Paul or John Stockton? Who are you taking? I'm taking Stockton. Really? I'm taking. Yeah, I'm taking Stockton. I'm Stockton, like a lot of people sleep on Stockton. Stockton played in that same era I'm telling you about where when you was a little guard like Stockton was, you had to lock up, you had to be able to shoot, you know what I mean? And you had to be tough, and he was all them things. Stockton could shoot. He could shoot the mid-range. He could shoot the three-pointer. If you open, he's going to get it to you. He lock up, all-time leader in spills and assists, bro. Chris Paul is, is, is a great, too, because he makes everybody better wherever he goes. But it seems like he gets to a point in the playoffs where every year he always runs out of gas. You know what I mean? So I think a lot of people always say, oh, well, Stockton had Malone and all of that. But I, I don't think that's, that, that matters. To, to me, that doesn't matter at all. Because I think even if he didn't have Malone, he still would have been great. I'm going to go CP3. Um, for me, Chris Paul is the most complete point guard to ever touch a basketball. Like like you said, he makes people better. He he, he can find people. My thing, yeah, like the, for me, the Stockton and Malone thing is huge because Jerry Sloan literally built an entire offensive scheme around just two players doing a pick and roll, pick and pop, pick and fade, pick and whatever, pick and slash, whatever. So I feel like them doing it for, I don't know how long they was together, like 16 years, something like that, some long astronomical time. Like you have two of the greatest players playing that, playing off each other with one of the greatest coaches. I don't feel like Chris Paul has ever played with, anybody the caliber and of course not nobody you know as good as Carl Malone but anybody the caliber of a Carl Malone next to him like the closest thing I'm not gonna say James Harden because they weren't a mix that you know James Harden ain't on Carl Malone's level at all he's just a good scorer right. to me. but I feel like the closest thing is this year with Devin Booker I feel like okay. Devin Booker is the first real killer that Chris Paul's played with like Devin Booker will be, go out and give you be, 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 be careful with that word killer. I know everybody's a killer to a real killer walk in the room. True. That's but I do believe Devin Booker is a killer. I believe he has that in him. He has that. He's the closest person, I'll say, to having Kobe's mentality in the league. You know what I'm saying? To where I'm going to come in and I don't care who you are, I'm going right at you. Now, I'm not saying oh, yeah, he's, he's going. He, yeah, you know he's going to go at you. He definitely got the mentality to go at you. You know what I'm saying? But so Mamba, I like I don't, with Chris Paul, I don't feel like anybody before this was of the caliber. Because, like you said, he got burnt down the playoffs. That's because he was carrying the whole damn team all the time, from New Orleans to the Clippers. You know what I'm saying? Even sometimes in Houston, because that year that he played in Houston, what was it, a year, year and a half, something like that? James Harden wasn't at the top of his game that whole time. He would have nights where he would go like three for 25. Well, because James Harden is a killer until he gets into a certain part of the playoffs. This is true. He a fake killer. He run, he, 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 no, he has killer moments. <laughs> Let, let's just say that. You have killers and you have people that have killer, killer moments. moments. I'll give you that. He, that. He, 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 he has killer moments. He, he's right. not a killer, though. No. You know what I mean? You, 
you, you, you he one of the guys you take his weapons away. You'd be like, him? He did mm-hmm. that? Uh, yeah, he, he, but, um, I think Stockton was that good. And I think if it wasn't for the greatest basketball player of all time, Michael Jordan, Stockton would have two rings because I think they would have, they would have won both of them rings, um, them years. Yeah. yeah. I think they would have won both of them rings. And, you know, good though. They were, they were very deep teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, he ran in team and this was no low management. Um, he went out, played 39 minutes a game. He True. locked up. True. He didn't take plays off. You know what I mean? And like I said, all time leading steals and assists, that speaks for itself. Not taking nothing away from Chris Paul. Chris Paul is phenomenal. And uh everywhere he goes, he he like Chris Paul made David West a star. Mm-hmm. Um, he kind of made DeAndre Jordan a star. Definitely. You know what I mean? Definitely. So let 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 let's put some respect on CP3 name, but I'm not gonna go that far and say he's he's better than Stockton. Not at all. For me, I think they're mirror images. Like if you look at their game, their numbers, he 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 reminds me of him. He yeah. he reminds me of him, except for. One thing, one thing is, John Stockton probably has more killer moments than Chris Paul. You know, Chris Paul, Chris Paul again, Chris Paul is like LeBron. He'll make that pass into the open guy. He'll make the right pass. But we talking about killer, like Stockton wasn't afraid to put that ball up. That's why the pick and roll worked so well with them because you had to respect Stockton shooting that joint. Shoot but you know what's crazy? Chris Paul's a good shooter, but he never really had anybody to run a real pick and roll with. Like David West is a good example. Like David West was a decent mid-range he, shooter, but yeah. you, know what? you ain't gonna play up on David West all crazy. Carl Malone, if you left Carl Malone three feet, he's not gonna jump shot in your face. Yeah. Yeah. Almost every time from the same spot, from the left side of the top of the key, he's catching it. I'm knocking it down in your face. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I feel like he hasn't had that opportunity because, like right now, if you run a pick and roll with Chris Paul and Devin Booker, oh, you got a problem. Because if you switch, one of them will hit the three. You know what I'm saying? Right, 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 right. That's the fact. And like I said, um, you're right. They are a mirror image of each other. Like I, I would compare. I would just say that Stockton just had a couple more killer moments than Chris Paul. And yeah, Stockton, he's probably played. Not probably. He has played on better teams. So I, I give you that. When Stockton played on way better teams than Chris Paul, Chris Paul is nice. I would say he would be like. If, if if we rate him I'm like this is a video game and you was giving stock the stock in the 90, I would give Chris Paul a 88. Okay. Right. He's he's right there with him. Just a couple more that. killer moments. I respect that. And another thing that's that worked against CP3 is he only really had one good coach. And that was Doc. You know what I mean? Forever. Yeah, and, and for some for some reason, I don't know what it is, but I sometimes it rubs me as if like players don't like playing with Chris Paul. You know that he's very demanding. That's the thing. Yeah. And and this goes to your point about players these days being soft, like Kelly Oubre said. Cats don't want to hear that. Like right. cats don't want to hear what I'm doing wrong. Cats want only want right. to hear 
what I look good in so I could put it on the gram. You know what I'm saying? Right. Cats don't want to hear it. Listen, you missed this spot here when I was looking for you. Had you been there, that's two points. You know what I'm saying? And cats don't want that hard culture because Chris right. Paul, don't get me wrong, the day Chris Paul walks off the court as a player, he could walk on as a coach. You dig what I'm saying? Right. Right. Because he has that. He demands that. And I think that's one of the reasons why him and James Harden to get along. Because Chris Harden, I mean, uh, Chris Paul is not going to let James Harden just go out there and, and freestyle and not get it done. He's going to get in your face. Yo, you fucking up. We right. could be winning this series, this game, whatever, but you taking out-of-bounds shots and shit like that. We got three open dudes and you ain't looking. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's 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 I think he does hold people accountable too much. And I think the new wave of players, they like 